0: You're listening to The Breakfast Show. It is 8.04am and we're excited to be with you here on this drizzly morning in Curry, Curry. I was just saying when we are off here that it's a great day to go mushroom picking. <laughs> I would love to go mushroom mm. picking if I knew where to go around here because it's a great day. But at the same time, it needs a bit of rain a few days beforehand for the mushrooms to grow. But this yeah. is the kind of day that would be great to put the boots on, put the hood on and out you go. <laughs> Mate, get out there.
1: I know... Nothing about picking mushrooms, and I'm scared that uh, my my lack of knowledge would lead me to, to pick the wrong ones. The poisonous ones. That's right, and <laughs> oh. to cause myself grave harm and oh, in- injury. So, well, we could but, always hey, that'd be, yeah, That's right, that's right. I'm, I'm up to learning, I'm up to learning.
0: Absolutely. Hey, let's take away with our next quiz question, please.
1: Here we go, our next quiz question. How many of the Ten Commandments use the phrase, thou shalt not, slash, hmm. you shall not? How many of the Ten Commandments open with that phrase. If you know the answer to that one, if you know how many of those commandments use that phrase, then 0491-064-669 is the number to text. And if you text us with the correct answer, you will go into the draw to win our amazing prize for this week, which is the Gratefulness jar, an Awesome piece of decor that we want to give to you for free. And the way to obtain it is by answering questions. And the more questions you answer, the more chances you get in the draw, which will be at 945, uh, 945, I should say 845, quarter to yeah, nine tomorrow. But again, that number to enter in 0491 How many of the 10 commandments use the phrase thou shalt not slash you shall not?
0: Mm, okay, text us in your answers on zero four nine one zero six four six six nine. We've had a few text texts coming through when we read out to you. Chris writes so earlier this morning we talked a bit about the symphony orchestras after our um, one of our first songs there, and we've got texts mm. coming in more. It's just jumping around at the moment. So we're talking about orchestras and and how fabulous they are. Chris writes in, hi there, he's saying, talking about orchestras, Handel's Messiah is on Saturday night at 7pm at yes. Avondale Uni Church, of course, which is just fabulous. That will be on this Saturday night. That's at Kurambong at Avondale University Church. There'll be soloists, choir and orchestras, or orchestra tickets are available on Avondale Uni site or, um, or you can actually buy them at the door as well. So don't miss out on that. And then the following weekend, so on the 3rd of November, it's also going to be the same production, and it'll be at Warunga Church, Warunga Seventh Day Adventist Church, the really big church in Sydney. Uh, go along to listen to that. Both places have got fabulous acoustics, so it will just be amazing. But the whole pro- – do you know, I actually sang in the production of The Messiah's – no, my sister did, sorry, one time in Sydney mm. in the town hall. But But years back, like in my teenage years, our choir – in the Polish church in Adelaide, when we actually had the Polish congresses, we actually sang... Um uh, what's the one? The ha- hallelujah hallelujah chorus. chorus. Yeah. So I was an alto in that. I remember it took us months and months and months of just really learning our parts because you've actually got to shut everyone so out towards tough. the end. It's all over the place. Yeah. But it was so joyful. And I remember when we actually sang that, um, in, in Adelaide, in Elders Hall, in the main, in, in, mm. in Elders Hall has got fabulous acoustics there too. And I remember singing that. See. Sing, Singing it in the choir And then suddenly everyone stood up And I literally had to almost, I stopped singing Because I was moved wow. by emotion About the response Because it wasn't for us It was for the glory of God And that is such a powerful song and, yeah, Don't you think? And
1: especially that song as well oh. As this like great you know, crescendo, like <laughs> yeah. of 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 handles Messiah itself. Like, man, I don't think how it, I don't I don't know how it couldn't bring you to tears. Like, you know, King of Kings, Lord of yes. Lords, he in heaven reigns. Like, it's powerful. It stuff. is
0: so powerful. What's your movie. favorite
1: instrument in the orchestra?
0: Well, I play the violin, so I do love the violin. Oh, so that's
1: That you'd say, I- like, even to listen to. Yeah, like I do.
0: It, I do really. I but I also love the flute.
1: Mm-hmm, um, yeah. so that
0: that's the other one. I love the saxophone, but you don't often get that. You get them more in the um, what are they called? Like, like
1: concert bands. The the bands that yeah, have got the yeah. trumpets
0: and all that together. Uh, but yeah, I do love the flute. Yeah,
1: I am a huge fan of the tim timpanis oh, like to the, use the, the big, big drums oh. the like, boom boom like you feel <laughs> the boom in your chest like that's for me like that's the the unique experience that right. the orchestra provides that i right. think you don't find in in other music is this like the sound is so grand and 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 yay for all the sections for the brass section for oh, the woodwinds, winds and, and the how they and it sounds amazing and then you just hear the timpanis come through Boom, boom! It, it, like you feel it in your chest. <laughs> it's so good. I'm, I'm about it.
0: That's hey, so cool. That's oh. so. So if you had to learn an instrument, that's the one you'd probably learn to. If you, as in, if you wanted to yeah, go into if your orchestra. If I wanted to go into the
1: orchestra, that's the one yeah, you'd yeah, go right. for. Okay. I, I, cool. Well, I feel like well, perc- percussion is hard. Do, like playing the oh. drums is really, really difficult. I, for those who don't know, like I play a bunch of. I play all the church instruments essentially, like guitar, piano, what? bass. I can get on all of them and play them to a level where I can go and, and lead out and worship a church or wow. be a part of a band or whatever it may be. Every like,
0: church is going to want you then right. as their pastor, that's you a, know by, that. Too.
1: The drums, <laughs> man, like I can play some beats, but wow. getting anything that like needs a little bit more coordination, it's so tough. Yeah, you, so you know which one hard. I think would
0: be really tough? Any of the blowing instruments.
1: Oh, yeah. Because like, you
0: constantly got to be
1: blowing and
0: blowing and blowing and blowing. Mm. Blowing, I think that hey, would get, be really you get, hard. You get dizzy, man. <laughs>
1: yeah, you get you spun out and yeah, and yeah. the floor. So, <laughs> hey, it, respect hey. to those guys for, for just for just holding it down. Absolutely. In, in such a way.
0: Absolutely. So, okay, this 7 p.m. this Saturday night, Avondale Uni, mm. or 7 p.m. next Saturday night at Wilronga Seventh Day Venice Church in Wilronga. Freco writes in, I like the guy who is on now. Cool. And so, of course, that was when Jeremy Dixon was on about the September rest recipes that is so so great and um just mm. so happy to hear freko that you love him hey text us in our listeners we want to encourage you to text us in and let us know who are some of the favorite people that you have that we interview on this show we have mm. such a variety and we think all of them are great but who are your favorites and the reason why and what mm. do you grasp out of their interviews so those three things text us in who, who is it why is it that you particularly like them, and what is it that you really learn from them? Text mm. us in on zero four nine one zero six four six six nine and let us know. We also have one here from Suzanne saying thanks, Jeremy. You always inspire me in the kitchen. Bookmarks have been inserted into cookbook six. That's Good awesome. on you, Suzanne. So I'm assuming some of those bookmarks would have been in those recipes that Jeremy mentioned. And if not, you would have put them, you would have been finding them while he was talking about them. And I said off air here to Shell and Lawson that yes, I've got cookbook six at home as one. Well, I will mm. be marking those off. That's the one that's actually got the most desserts out of all of his cookbooks. So, mm. um, um, and they're all healthy, healthy cookbooks. Yum. It has this picture of a tort on the front, you know, the, the the three layers you normally get, like in a black forest cake. It looks mm-hmm. like a black forest cake, but it's actually a raw black raw black forest cake. And I actually um took the initiative when I first got that book to master that out in Burke one time and it took me quite a while but loved it. Suzanne also writes, I'm feeling so grateful. My dog was bitten by a snake. Oh no.
1: Whoa. My dog was
0: bitten by a snake on Monday. He has pulled through with no lasting damage. Oh, that's wonderful oh, to hear, God. Suzanne. Thank you, dear father, for answered prayers. Absolutely. Mm. And Suzanne, I hope it wasn't a brown snake uh, because, of course, they are so dangerous. We, we've we got two dogs and we were living out west. Yeah, one of them I was hanging up the washing one day and I turned around because one, one was barking at the other and one had a brown snake in his mouth um, basically, you know halfway through the back, must have broken the back, but then I was running to find shovels and other things and bricks to kill the snake right off. But that was really scary at mm. that moment. So, um, yeah, I hope it wasn't a brown snake. Let us know. Um, but great news that he's actually pulled back as well. And Ben writes in, Jennifer yesterday spoke to the point I needed in that moment. Thank you um, from Ben. Ben, that's great news to hear. We were just saying here off air too how much we love um, listening to Jennifer excuse on emotional health of course and she was just covering some really great stuff yesterday about what to do you know in what what disturbs our peace of minds and that our emotions are the center and and of course, you know, to keep attention on the present, be aware of the present, solve the problem in the present and be Christ-centered rather than self-centered with some of her key points that she actually said. If you happen to miss that, you can listen back on our podcast because we actually have um, our podcast on their own now on Breakfast Show for um, for our interviews right now. We are going to be going shortly into our ad as well and then we're going to be continuing into our Bible study time
1: as well. You're listening to The Breakfast Chat. Connect with us on 0491 064
0: and we're continuing into our Bible study time. Of course, I, we hope that you've been enjoying it as much as we have this week. Of course, we've been talking all things Abraham as well, haven't we? Mm. Um, about, you know, God's mission and sharing God's mission. Of course, Abraham has been our focus this week. Uh, the, the one who, uh, you know, in the Bible is referred to also as, you know, uh, God accounted to, to him as righteousness because mm. he believed in the Lord. Um, Suzanne just writes in, really quickly to love Justin Lawman with his breakdown of current events. Oh, yeah, we love his stuff so much. It's like just so stimulating and so
1: relevant. Yeah, I got to say, like, I really appreciate a lot of the regular interviews we do because of how insightful the information is that they're sharing. Like, I also really enjoy... Justin Jackson's James from Creation Week. Like, uh, it's, it's among my favorite interviews because we get to talk about good health from a very scientific perspective. Like, Justin, mm. Dr. Justin Jackson, he knows his stuff. He is a specialist yes. in this area. But then simultaneously, he's refer as a Christian. He's like, well, this is actually a principle that we've gotten from the Bible. <laughs> like, yeah. I mean, this is like, like this, this, th- this area uh, that, that has been well researched and studied In regards to our health is actually, it comes from the word of God. Oh, isn't that so good? It's awesome that we, it's awesome that we get to, to, to talk to some people who maybe in, in a fair few ways are a a little bit smarter than us and, (laughs) and, and and can, can give us some really amazing insight into whether it's, whether it's food or whether it's health or whether it's politics or faith or prophecy or whatever it may be. We, yeah, we are so blessed here at We are so blessed. The array of people that we get to to Uh, talk to and the listeners who contact us and and give us insight as well.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Love what you're saying there. And Suzanne also adds Jennifer Skews and Jeremy Dixon are also fabulous. but all your speakers are fantastic. Thanks so much, Suzanne, for that feedback. We really appreciate that. We really try and get a wide variety of uh, people that are interviewed here on our show mm. so that it can actually um, yeah, educate all of us in so many different areas but more than that, inspire us to have a closer walk with Jesus as well mm. and have a better life in every mm. way. So coming on to Abraham's mission, we are reading into Genesis. Let's go into Genesis chapter 19. Yesterday we were looking at chapter 18, if you happen to miss that, and we were looking at the fact there that... Um, in chapter 18, uh, Genesis, in Genesis, there's the son of promise and Abraham intercedes for Sodom and Gomorrah. He speaks to the Lord and he says, look, if 50, if there are 50 righteous, will you still destroy the city? If there's 45, if there's 40, it goes all the way down to 10. And the mm. Lord, and, and then the Lord, you know, says to him, I will not destroy it for the sake of Ten And so the Lord went his way as soon as he had finished speaking with Abraham, and Abraham returned to his place. So we continue on with chapter 19. Can you read that for us, please, um, uh, Lawson? Yeah, yeah,
1: in chapter 19 and verse 1, it picks up here and it says, Now two angels came to Sodom in the evening, and Lot was sitting in the gate of Sodom. When Lot saw them, he rose to meet them, and he bowed himself with his face toward the ground. And he said, Here now, my lords, please turn in to your servants' house and spend the night and wash your feet. Then you may rise early and go on your way. And they said, No, but we will spend the night in the open square but he insisted strongly so they turned into him and entered his house then he made a, them a feast and baked them unleavened bread and they ate now before they lay down the men of the city the men of Sodom both old and young all the people from every quarter surrounded the house and they called to Lot and said to him we are the men who came to you tonight uh, where are the men who came to you tonight Bring them out so that we may know them carnally. Mm. So Lot went out to them through the doorway Mm. and shut the door behind him and said, Please, my brethren, do not do so wickedly. See now, I have two daughters who have not known a man. Please let me bring them out to you. And that you may do with them as you wish, only do not nothing with these men, since this is the reason they have come under the shadow of my roof. We, man. I
0: think we need to stop there for a sec before we continue on because this, this is heavy, hey? (laughs) (laughs) Really, there's so much in here.
1: This is, this is intense. Actually, let me, let me get down to verse 11. It continues on in verse 9 and it says, And they said, stand back. Then they said, this one came in to stay here and he keeps acting as judge. Now we will deal worse with you than with them. So they pressed hard against the The man Lot and they came near to break the door, but the men reached out their hands and pulled Lot into the house with them and shut the door. And they struck the men who were at the doorway of the house with blindness, both small and great, that they be, should become weary trying to find the door. Wow! So uh,
0: there's so much in here, isn't there? We could spend like several days just on this part in yikes. the same Hey,
1: yeah. So we see here opening up. So two angels show up and they're in the form of, you know, regular looking men, but Lot recognizes straight away straight away in in the same way that Abraham does. Yes. And Lot recognizes straight away as as a servant of the Lord like these guys are angels he he says come and and stay with me and and these angels have come yeah, in this this humanly form to to communicate something to Lot or even well the reality of the situation is actually for Lot Lot's protection.
0: It is for Lot's protection of course they let gone from Abraham to Sodom and Gomorrah to Lot these are the mm. same two angels that we're talking about here because Abraham of course and the Lord uh, remain talking don't they mm. and so and this is really significant and what's really also interesting is that in verse 1 it says that Lot was sitting in the gate of Sodom now it, you know if you look at the old testament what we actually find is that the uh, you know it's this is indicating to a large degree that he was an important person a person of prestige that you know that there was you know somebody who is possibly an officer or privileged you know in the public um because typically you know we we find it also in Samuel second Samuel 2 and also Ruth those that set out the gate were actually important and so in mm. but now and then like you are saying, he says here now my lords please turn to your servant's house and spend the night and wash your feet um and so right here we see the same kind of hospitality that we mm. see with Abraham don't we like Abraham invited the three The Lord Mm. and the two angels to his to to his tent to his home, and he actually had said to his wife, you know, make the bread and bring out bring that bring out the water, make the fan calf, and he also washes his feet. So remember, we also had mentioned that there's the first time where the foot washing is mentioned, which is Mm. is when Abraham um says about washing their feet, and here's the same thing because that that was part of the culture. Mm. The culture was typically that the servants would actually do the washing of the feet when they came into the home, though. Mm. Here's the thing, and so he says, um, but he also then insists, and he actually they make a feast of unleavened bread, and of course, unleavened bread is used during the foot washing service that Jesus, you know, mm-hmm. and the disciples have in, in 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 John chapter thirteen. And then they come to Sodom, and we find this intense. The intense verse, particularly, is verse five, isn't it?
1: Yeah, where they oh. these people these people make their intentions known. And well, here, well, just proceeding, proceeding verse five. Uh, these angels who can very much handle themselves, as they they show they end yeah. up showing a lot. Uh, they say, you know what, we're going to go to the open square. And right. Lot's, Lot's immediate response is one. He he is so yep. pressed by this. Yep. He's like, he's like, um, no, like, definitely not. Do not go and do this. I like, will please, protect you. Please stay here at my house. So Lot already knows that the depravity of Sodom and Gomorrah is as such that if two, if yep. two men
0: <laughs> together,
1: if, if two men. Go to the centre of the city mm-hmm. alone. Mm. They will be sexually assaulted. That's right, and, absolutely. But they don't yeah. even. They need not go to the centre of the city. No. Uh, instead, they go into Lot's house, and that and draws the, pe- the the attention of the citizens of Sodom and Gomorrah to rock up and to demand that if they don't let these two guys out, so that they could again like. Satisfye, sexually, satisfy sexually their them. own lusts. Yeah. Yeah. Um, like, 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 they're like, hey, you know, and it says, it says here, this is, this is wild. Like, now before they laid down the men of the city, the men of Sodom, both old and young, all people from every quarter. Like, this was mm. this collective unity of just disgusting evil. And I think... Disgusting. I, I think it really reflects the limit in which god would deem people to be okay like god brings about his judgment when you see this just go so far in such a terrible way but we're going to pick it up and, and unpack this more you're listening to the breakfast Joe podcast on faith fm positively different
0: and it has come time for our last quiz question yes. please for today it's not the penultimate one and you haven't used that word for well, a long time. It's
1: the penultimate day, <laughs> the penultimate <laughs> round of words. quiz questions, <laughs> and this is the ultimate question of the penultimate day. So here we go. <laughs> Fill in the blank. This is from Ephesians chapter nine, five, verse nineteen and twenty. Addressing one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing and making melody to the Lord with your heart, giving blank always and for everything to God, the Father in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Again, giving blank always and for everything to God the Father in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. If you know the answer to that one, 0491 064 669. That is the number to text. And If you text that number with the correct answer, again, you'll go into the drawer to win our amazing piece of decor that we are giving away totally for free as a result of the drawer. And that is the, the gratefulness jar that we've got, which you can use as a jar to have the gratefulness cards that it comes with in or you can use it as a jar for anything it's just a, a beautiful piece of decor it's it's white and you know, earthy colors as well like the wooden colors and gold and, and just just amazing so again 0491 giving blank always and for everything to god the father in the name of our lord jesus christ
0: Yes, and we're continuing on now with our Bible study. We're looking at Genesis chapter 19 and we're looking at Sodom and Gomorrah and the two angels coming to Lot's place. Lot is Abraham's nephew. And this all relates to Abraham's mission because Abraham, of course, you know, had a real heart for Sodom and Gomorrah mm. and his own nephew and family were there. But we're jumping down because we're really going to really run short of time really quickly today. But we're looking at verse 5 where she says that, uh, yeah, that the young and old all came came to the quarter and surrounded the house and they called to Lot and said to him, where are the men who came to you tonight? Bring them out to us that we may know mm. them carnally. Mm. And, of course, you know, Lot goes into protective mode straight away, doesn't he? And what's really interesting is uh, in these Oriental countries, in the Middle East, you know, basically mm. there's a real strong protection over their female relatives in general. But what we find here is re- a really interesting s- response that but okay that lot then goes into protective mode for those who he has taken in because hospitality was also seen as really important in their countries as they had a real duty to actually, um, you know, regard them highly and protect them. And so he actually, it doesn't justify his decision, but he goes into this extreme mode of going, hey, in place of, you know, these two men, he's saying to those outside, I will give you my two daughters. Like imagine being the daughters like yeah. in a That like I would just be going, Dad, what? Like what on earth? Like you know,
1: I think this very much gives us some insight into the later decisions that particularly Lot's daughters would make. You know, we know that Mm. we know that because we know that. Spoiler alert for those who didn't know the conclusion of the story but they do escape the city and they end That's up right. in a cave and some very unsavory things happen there and it's i think it's a very much a reflection of the environment that they're living in but already like that is that is kind of seeping into lots idea of <sighs> How can I solve this problem? And and this is this is the case as well. It's like Lot being a follower of God, being one who is willing to look to God to repent. You know, it, it, he is still, I think, in a way. And this is where we see the grace of God. The grace like, of God. Big time. He he is being negatively influenced by this town, and it is leading him to make decisions and say things that I I think it. Like, I'm, I'm just gonna be honest. I, I know this situation, but that is just detestable. Like, it's, it's disgusting. Like, like, hey, you know, you guys, like, oh, okay. So, so it's already an awful situation. Like, the, the men of the city are very much in the wrong, right? Like, mm, they've much. showed up and they're, they're basically like, let us sexually assault these two people that have shown up in, in, in like a very public sense, which again, this just, disgusting unity in wickedness that they have been led to like no they had come under judgment because the light had really gone from them they the degree
0: of wickedness that had yeah arisen now
1: that's right and and but furthermore it's the degree of wickedness and the unwillingness to repent repent and so, so this is like, it's like, okay, you know, these people are, are ripe for judgment, essentially. And this is, this is what's taking place. They come this way. So they're definitely in the wrong. But then, yeah, lots of response here. Like, oh, hey, how about instead, like, like not, oh, I'm going to stand my ground and, and, and I'll, I'll like, I'll go down with the ship. But hey, like, what about, what about my daughters? Like, would you take them? And it's, yeah, oh, yeah. just like, it, it, it makes my stomach. Absolutely. Turn bit, and I, I, yeah. I just. And, and the, so it's the, good that God got him out of there. The, the
0: good news is that the men, the, the men say, you know, take your family, um, and you know, get out of this place. And mm. so the the daughters are saved. They actually don't end up going out to the, you know, being given out to the crowd. Oh. And, and God they may, protects them. God protects too. them because you know they, they the others are struck down with blindness, and Lot is taken out. Here's the thing is though, it says that the son in laws though didn't actually believe that, they you know they they were part of the you know the wickedness in the oh, sense that yeah. they they chose not to be saved. Because here's the whole story, and we're linking this now, just really briefly towards the end, with the investigative judgment and salvation when Jesus comes. You know, the ever, you know, ultimate salvation. So when we respond to Jesus um, today, you know, and we say we believe in the Lord Jesus Christ, um, you know, we have salvation through Jesus Christ. And and Mm. when Jesus comes in the clouds of glory, that is the ultimate salvation taken home for eternity. Now, here this story then goes. Of course, we don't have time to read all of it, but what I Love is the fact that the angels actually take them by the hand. The wife, mm. lot, lots, wife, life, lot, lots, two daughters. There's only four of them that actually are saved. Yeah, the rest are destroyed in Sodom and Gomorrah, mm. and I- which is incredible. And. And, and And basically Lot's life of co- w- what life wife turns <laughs> his life his life turns around because his wife turns around, um, and of course, she turns into a pillar of salt and it yeah. t- shows us the fact that not everyone will be saved at the end of time because yeah. of the choice of free will
1: yeah. Um, yeah. and
0: the fact that Abraham also then you know comes out of his tent and he looks towards Sodom and Gomorrah with the hope that his intercessory request has actually worked but he sees, uh, you know, of course, the smoke um, coming from that, but he also, the results of, it, of his intercession, he sees a result that a son is uh, destroyed. And, of course, in this case, mm-hmm. Lot and his fa- um, two daughters and wife go, but only three are saved in the end.
1: Yeah, well, so it's this, the thing about here is that Lot has more than two daughters. Lot, Lot has That's a, right. Lot has a whole host of That's daughters right. that are married, and it is his family, it is the people in the city, like he communicates to, he says, guys like the destruction of the city has come the judgment of the city they're not willing to leave and but and and well a lot and his two daughters that are unmarried you know escape yeah. and the you know unfortunately his wife doesn't but i think the re- the real key point here is that god had given them as we saw yesterday god had saved Sodom and Gomorrah god had given Sodom and yes. Gomorrah all help yes. so god had worked Powerfully, yeah. N- then, furthermore, God had given Sodom and Gomorrah all warning, even sending and angels, chances. yeah, even sending angels oh. there that could bl- instantly blind men. Like mm. this is this is a witness to the people that, like, okay, God is really here. Like, God gives them every, and then and then Lot as well as a messenger too. Mm. Like Lot saying, "Hey guys, we need to leave," and no one listening to him. And so in the end, they uh they are judged and they are destroyed but this destroying is or this this judgment is ultimately vindicates god as someone who does everything he possibly can everything to save people and if people aren't saved which is unfortunately the reality and the, and the nature of wickedness if people aren't saved well hey it's not god's fault you're listening to the breakfast Joe podcast on faith fm positively different
0: Right, it has come awesome. time, Lawson, for us to have our answers to our quiz questions, please.
1: Here we go. Who are the religious leaders who constantly tried to trap Jesus with their questions? It was none other than the Pharisees. These guys were pretty ruthless in, constantly trying, trying, to in catch trying to get Jesus. Jesus. Out. <laughs> and, and it's pretty wild, hey, because like Jesus would say stuff and then be like, well, I guess we got to kill him now. Like, it was... Really, really intense. Uh, the next one here, according to the Gospels, what's the unique literary genre Jesus uses to preach his messages? And that is parables. Yes. He uses parables. Of parables. These, these allegorical stories and whatnot that represent some greater message. Uh, we continue on here. Who was the high priest when Peter and John were arrested at the temple? It was Annas, he was the high priest. No, it wasn't Pilate or Alexander or it, like Caiaphas was a high priest, and he was he was a cont- contemporary of Annas or, or mm. the earlier contemporary of, mm. of of Annas being the the high priest in which Jesus was you know persecuted by. But yeah, Alexander and Pilate, those guys are not Jewish, so. They, they wouldn't have been in, in, in the running. Uh, the next one here, how many of the Ten Commandments use the phrase thou shalt not or you shall not? It is eight, eight of the Ten Commandments. Do you know which ones don't?
0: Number four is, of course, remember, starts yep. with remember. Uh-huh. Um, oh, and actually, I've just gone blank what's, on the other, the other one? one.
1: What's the other one? What's the other one?
0: Number five. Yeah, what's That's that That's
1: right, about? of father and mother. That's right. Honor, honor, your, honor, your, honor your father, father and, and your That's mother. Famous. There you go. Okay, and finally here, fill in the br- in the blank. Addressing one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing and making melody to the Lord with your heart, giving thanks always and for everything to God the Father in In the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. That's Ephesians chapter 5, verse 19 and 20. And that is, you know, just an incredibly powerful, uh, you know, encouragement that is given here. Like, as we interact in the church, as we interact outside of the church, as we spend time together with people, to always be offering up praises to God and to always be encouraging each other, but also giving thanks to the Lord because don't, it's really it really is God who has afforded us everything
0: absolutely in every way, and don 't you find that when somebody encourages you that you know you not only experience you know that encouragement and, it, and it, it drives you forward, but you do see Jesus through them because of that. Mm. You know, when, when, when we encourage one another um, and, you know, psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, mm. do you ever find that you just break out into songs? Like you don't have oh, your instrument, man. but you just break out into songs just because you feel like praising the Lord um, and making that melody. Like the song said <laughs> in my heart, there rings a melody. Yeah, <laughs> rings oh, man. Melody. Wasn't Dude, that so cool?
1: Last night I was uh, studying with some of my friends and we were in the library, but then the library closed. So we all went back to our rooms, but then we got to like a Zoom call and we're all like oh. studying it and reading, but on a Zoom call and I'm just sitting there. Oh, and then, wow. and then I forget which song I started to sing, but I was like, I think, ah, oh, I think I was just like, I'm like reading and I'm just like. I sing because I'm happy, like, you know, you just, you just like, the songs are so uplifting. Well, that song in particular, His Eyes on the Sparrow, which is all about the fact that God is watching over his people, you know, despite the, despite the sense that you may feel that your life is insignificant or it doesn't matter or that you maybe don't matter. Like the Bible makes clear, hey, if God sees a sparrow fall from the sky, uh, Then he is definitely watching over you. He is looking after you, Mm. and he's doing everything he can to to sustain you, to help you, and to get you through.
0: Absolutely, that's one of my favorite songs too. Mm. You know, I heard that for the first time about twenty five years ago when my girlfriend from the UK, still my close girlfriend, she's like a sister to me, um, sang that song, Mm. and I just when I was born. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, yeah, 25 yeah, yeah. The big so, 25 So in she, every way She
1: sang that song and you were touched, you were moved
0: Absolutely moved Eyes on the sparrow, you're listening to The Breakfast Show I feel like I was having a different version of <laughs> by Lawson. He Whoa. said he was trying to sing along in harmony and bass, but I'm sure it was something just slightly different. It was And perfect. I was just, like, trying to concentrate on the real <laughs> <your headphones laughs> <You're> version.
1: <laughs> you, like. you didn't even have your headphones on. You didn't even have your headphones on, I could hear
0: it, though, coming no, through the. you
1: could Oh, good. Here, I, take I <laughs> will not take this slander, <laughs> no. these accusations, against my beautiful singing. Absolutely, that was, you that was, sing so was well. was enjoyable. Okay, now that sounds facetious. I'm no. like, I'm like what, what what are we doing here guys? Come on? <laughs>
0: Okay, anyway, let's take it away. With we, we are all friends here, by the way. We are family yeah. here in Faith FM. Right. So we, we enjoy having laughter together too, not at the expense of each other by any means. So we hope that you didn't feel that's what we were doing here. Lawson, what is our free giveaway here? Text. Get ready to text in the word book on zero four nine one zero six four six six nine. Take it away with our free book, please.
1: Hey, I got a book that's for the kids this morning. If you have kids or you know kids and you think that... A- a book would be good for them. Well, I've got a book. It is called Bob the Bird. Yeah, well Bob that last bird? song was about what? the birds. Yeah, it was <laughs> about the sparrow. That's right. <laughs> and Bob the Bird is actually it's it's a story for children. It's it's uh, literally just an allegory of the idea of the lost sheep and how it is that God comes after those who he is seeking or who are uh, who are lost. And so yeah, if you want this book, just text book to 491 064 669, the first text is through. We'll get that for free.
0: And remember to talk faith, live faith, act faith, and you will grow strong in Jesus Christ.
1: God be with you till we meet again. God be with you till we meet again.
0: Thanks for being a part of the Faith FM family. Join our community on Facebook or get in touch at 1 800 Faith FM.